I was looking at this thing. I was like, how do you transform this? <laughs> like it would, you, you could spin it, but then it would spin back. Parts of it just kept popping off. I was just like, this, this isn't what I remember as a child. <laughs> oh, no. You like, lost so much Transformer cred. Yeah, solely I'm out. Like even like I have a you know a Megatron. I go, I go, I go. You know, I got a lot of Transformers in the office. Sure you right? do. But I got you know a Megatron from Beast Wars, uh, mm-hmm. a, a, a personal favorite. I did not transform him into his dinosaur mode. That was my brother-in-law because I started to and I said, ah! and I just <laughs> cast it away from me. So, so I thought like these toys meant for like a five-year-old. Oh, I got this in spades. None of it worked. I even looked oh, at the instructions no. and I was just like, oh, no. I, I, I just said, you know what? I am now old enough to admit that maybe I might need an instruction in my life. And for the life of me, I kept trying to follow it and I couldn't do it. And he was getting so impatient that he would just take and just start jamming things in certain places. And he's like, okay, it's. It's it's transformed. I'm just looking at the going like, yeah, kid. It's transformed. <laughs> sure it is, kid. Sure it is. Keep telling yourself that, kid. I, I just love what I'm imagining in my head is you sitting there like just like trying to get this thing to transform. And then we cut to the nighttime and it's, and was it's still like there everybody's the, gone. I'm still there in the park. Like, yep. You're just in the, in the middle of the. You're in the middle of the sitting cross-legged in the middle of the living room, just trying to transform this thing. <laughs> John, do you want to go home, buddy? No, I can get it. I can get it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I'm gonna transform Volcanus. I'm gonna transform him. And then we. We got to, we got to the morning, and you have taped the different you've broken the transformer apart and taped the different parts to the different parts of your body that correspond to it, and then you're just like, <laughs> that was it all along. I was the one who needed to transform. I am now Volcanus. <laughs> Oh shit. Hey, pop scares ya. Pop, 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 pop scares ya. You just never know what you might see right here. Every single day is Halloween. Freddy or Jason might pop out. Hit you with a chee chee chee. And if you fall asleep, then he got ya. The madness, welcome to Pop Saga. This is uh, Pop scares ya. Pop, 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 pop scares ya. The horror and the terror. Beware, I'm trying to tell ya. This is Pop scares ya. Let's go. Welcome to Lament Configuration Pop Scares Ya. Pop Saga's All Spooky October. This week, we are talking about the 2022 Hellraiser reboot and sprinkling in a Marvel's Werewolf by Night for your pleasure. Not for the fact we need to pad this episode out. Who are we, explorers in the further regions of random tangents, demons to some, angels to others? 
I am Cinnobite John, and as always, I am joined by Forest Thing. So what are you waiting for? We have such sights to show you. Well, what are you yes. waiting for? Oh, Jesus. It is I. Uh, it is I, Forest Thing. Nail face. Nah, that one's already taken, buddy. Oh. Uh? Yeah, I mean, like, there's Pinhead, there's Chatter, there's a, a face stretched over a, a, a knitting loop. I don't know what that one would be called. Uh, there's the CeeLo Green one, who's just really big, looked like he was singing. So, I've. you sure you're a nail face? Yes, it is I, nail face. The I am a stand-in. For when Pinhead is feeling ill or has to go on vacation because we have mandatory PTO in the Cenobite realm. Wait, wait. So, like, Leviathan puts you on vacation. You have to take time off. Listen. How could we be effective psychosexual torture demons if we are not refreshed and able to focus on the task at hand? But, don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking the PTO. In fact, I thought it was very progressive. Yes. Yeah, as yes. everything is progressive down here, especially well. the insurance. <laughs> I oh, love wow. that flow. Well, I mean, that's cool. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad she's getting her uh, insurance movie check or, you know, TV check or commercial check. Oh, all three gods of the underworld willing. <laughs> Let's see that progressive flow movie. I know you're looking at it, Judd Apatow. <laughs> I mean, if I had to think who would direct it, maybe Judd Apatow or like, yeah, yeah, it's a Judd Apatow. It's a Judd Apatow joint. Is that it, what they're called in yeah, the I, mortal realm? You mean devil sticks? Devil sticks? What's yeah. this? Is it something for pleasure or is it a... a a shitty toy that you that you try to impress your friends with, because it's kind of like juggling, except not at all. The latter, unfortunately. No. Yeah, yeah. It's like worse hacky sack. Yes, we have a Cenobite down here named Hacky Sack. He has the aforementioned devil sticks. Everyone hates him. So no one goes to him. What goes to? I mean, like I you mean, don't like really get to choose. You solve wait, wait. the puzzle box, and uh, one of us just kinds of shows up. So wait a minute, wait a minute. So if I if I had the the box, the puzzle box, the lament, whatever uh, you call it, um, if I had that configuration, yeah, but it also has like a Latin name, and I don't remember that. So okay, so you're saying if I have that. Sure. I could get you, Nailface. Of course, Nailface. <laughs> or the or the well-known Pinhead, Chatter, uh, CeeLo Green uh, one. Um, yes, he just looks like CeeLo Green. 
Yeah, it kind of looks like it. Like if you just loose them up and stick them into a, a suit um, of leather, like just grease them up. Yeah, yeah, like a leather couch cover. Anyway, I might get a uh, hacky sack who then comes at me with devil sticks. You might. Oh, we have man. such devil stick tricks to show you. Yeah, I'm not feeling that. Yes. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna have to turn well, that. I'm gonna have to turn you down. I'm gonna have to turn that down. That, yeah. That's fair. Yeah. I just want enough screen time to where they'll make a Funko Pop of me. <laughs> I mean, I'll make you one. I'll just get the pinhead one. And I'll add little flat nails to it. Listen. Yeah. I don't want to really admit this, but I've already okay. tried that. It just doesn't look right. Oh, you just don't have the personality? He's, well, listen, as his name might suggest, he's got mm. pins all over his head. And as my name might suggest, and as you can see, plainly see, I only have nails on my face. They're framing nails for when you're finishing a house. I just trim the nails that aren't there. I mean, it's a Funko Pop. Is your head that big? This sounds so janky. <laughs> it's not going to look good. Look, I want my own Funko Pop. Look, we all want our own Funko Pop. But sometimes you just can't get what you want, no matter how many times you configure a box or not. <sighs> well, that's fair. Anyway, since you've just chosen not to play the game, according yeah. to this new movie, I'll just leave. Yeah, well, cool. Thanks. I mean, yeah, the, the minute you're like, there's a demon called Hacky Sack, and he comes at you with devil sticks, I'm That's out. That's right. Okay. Well. I'm out. If you would, if you would have came out with me with like the chatter or like you know someone known, like I'm like, yeah, that's that's one of them Cenobites. I I know I'd want to be a tur guy to a fun time of whatever you actually do down there. But sure, yes. <laughs> once you get that wayward tick, 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 devil stick guy going tick, 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 tick. yes, he'll bend the chatterer. Quite, uh, it gets old if I'm honest. Anyway. I'm out of here, uh, but I might be back. I have, yeah. I think I need like 60 more hours before I'm certain they'll make oh. me a fun go pop. You can come back next week. You can have all the time you want. I'm sure Forrest wouldn't mind. Oh, good. He sounds like he needs a break. Has anyone, could you, sometimes when you just hear someone's voice, you can tell they're tired. <laughs> anyway. I'm Audi 530. Uh, okay. Yeah, so well, I. Thank you, Dale <laughs> Yeah, I know a person who could somehow 13 ghost your apartment so you don't have to worry about Nailface coming back. Oh, good, good. <laughs> I got Fantastic, you yeah. I can't wait. Just, I just want a bunch of toggle switches installed in various places that sometimes do regular things and other yeah. times do not so regular things. And no rhyme or reason to the bank of them. You would just have to kind of know which one to click. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. one of the things that you said in your intro, John, that I, has been particularly vexing to me is mm. that 
It is clearly a reboot. Yet, almost all the literature I have read about it call it a remake, and I don't get it. Because I went all the way back to the Hellbound Heart, the okay. story upon which the original Hellraiser was based, uh-huh. uh, also written by Clive Barker. Yep. And uh, it is not like this movie at all. So in what way, pray tell, is it a remake? Uh, it's, it isn't. That's why isn't. I called it That's a right. reboot. It's absolutely a reboot. Because I, like you, after watching this, was like, hmm, let me go watch the original again to remind myself. Because I remember it was a lot more condensed, you know. Mm-hmm. Because my understanding of Hellraiser, which was written and directed by Clive Barker, was that he wrote Hellbound Heart in hopes of turning it into a movie. And then a few yeah. years later, Hellraiser happened. About $900,000, I watched, you know, I watched it, I must have been about eight, maybe, because the thing came out 87. I know I watched it way too young on HBO, because sure. we had it. And it scared the bejeebers out of me, because of Meat Man. Mm-hmm. And then I must have pushed a lot of that out of my brain, so I went back and watched it after watching this, and I was just like, well, this certainly isn't a remake. Not because, at all. Because, like, outside of the, like, Cinnabites and the box, there's almost nothing else that connects it to um, the original that I see, it, with the exception of some lore. But even then, that isn't, like, it, 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 no, no, they don't, they don't mesh up. No, like yeah, it, it it doesn't. It's very bizarre. Yeah, so that's, what, uh, that's why that I everyone's it referring. A it. Yeah, because it is a hundred percent a reboot. They are. I keep hearing it referred to as a remake, and I'm just like, a remake of what? It's yeah, like no. a sequel, really. I mean, this could be the continuation of all the direct-to-video ones. Sure, why not? You know, like this could just be like the fortieth one. I don't remember how many. There's a lot. I think there are eight other ones besides this one. Yeah, so this could be the ninth one. I mean, look, Halloween did it. They're just like, um, well, guess what? Halloween two through eight don't exist. Yep. Uh, And we'll just call the gone. Yeah, we'll call the sequel Halloween, but it'll be in 2018. So, ha ha! But it's just, so just do the same thing. This is Hellraiser. Forget the second one. Forget the, definitely forget that third one. Woo! And then just forget him going to space. Just oh, jump man. us right back to this. Hellraiser Bloodlines? Yeah. I used to love that one. Holy shit. Because it takes shit. place in three like distinct time periods. It's pretty cool. And then the final one, it's like, Ha this space station is a prison pinhead. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> I liked that one. No. I liked that one. I thought that was cool. Anyway, yeah. I don't know. That was very confusing because I was expecting more kind of uh, not to be gross or anything. Uh, more connective tissue with the original. Of the which there seemingly was none. Yeah, like it's uh, uh, yeah. not even the basic story is is preserved. It's not the, even yeah, remotely. Not, not even close because it's yeah. not like it's not ex- 
there is sort of a man who is is disfigured who is is like uh, having these a bunch of uh, you know attractive twenty somethings killed, but are, yeah, you are stretching the bed bread dough to make yeah. it nice and flaky. That is a stretch at, at best. Yeah, yeah. Uh-uh. it is yeah. a stretch. Yeah, you're. I mean, yeah. you're right. It, yeah. But like, there, it has nothing with like because the the original story is very kind of simple. You know, it's like uh, guy finds the lament configuration. He uh, does. He solves it. The Cenobites show up, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take some pleasure. That sounds awesome." And then they drag him to hell, and mm. he's like, "Wait a minute, this isn't awesome at all." And then somebody accidentally gets blood on the place where he was dragged to hell, and that allows him to come back, and then he find out that he was having an affair with his brother's wife, and she brings a bunch of guys up to the attic and feeds them to flesh or hamburger guy or meat man as you call meat him, yep, yep. and uh, he eventually you know turns back into a real boy, and then somebody sicks the cinnabites on him. And he, they were like, hey, man, where you been? Come on back to Cinnabite Town. We are not done showing you all the pain. All the sights. Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, I mean, the tagline for the, the original Hellraiser should be like, what would you do who for some D-I-C-K? Because yep. that's really all it felt like. Um, Seriously, yeah. She was, I mean, geez, I mean, just break up with the guy, will you? <laughs> Yeah, like I think there are other ways you could do that. Um, than feeding a floorboard blood and then constantly <laughs> bunch of tuticles. I was surprised by the amount of people she uh, brought up there with no hair. Yeah, was, well, she has like, a type of yeah, people she who has. thinks she thinks deserve to die. <laughs> yeah, that's what I felt. I felt uh, personally attacked uh, when I watched that. Yeah, um, so. Yeah, yeah, but I had to, like, because after watching this, I was like, I need I need a refocus. Because like you, read, you know, prepping for this, believe it or not, we do some level of prep. I was seeing it being called a remake, too, and I was like, no, no, that's a reboot. It's okay. You can call it a reboot. There's no, it's there's no shame It's definitely a reboot. Yeah, there's Or no you just call it a new Hellraiser movie, and yeah. it has no connection to the old ones. But you can't call it a remake, because it's not... It is the re- a remake in the loosest sense of the term because it is based on themes of the original movie, but every sequel had themes of the original. Everyone's sequel has had these same themes. Cenobites, yeah. a puzzle box, a pinhead. They've all got them. This one's got them too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but the, the, the difference here is that it was released in 2022. <laughs> so there yeah, you after like 16 years of trying to be made come out so yeah they've been trying to make this one for a long time uh, at several points in time clive barker was attached to write and direct would have loved to see that version uh but we did get a lot of positives i would say with this version Whoa. i think there's there's plenty of things that i liked i'm gonna talk about those things right now okay wait just in case uh-huh oh right this is uh, the uh, 87 movie I wasn't so worried about, but, you know, it, I feel like we're, we're... This is brand spanking new. Brand spanking new, and then we are going to be talking about this, so this is going to carry us over for um, Hellraiser 2022, and 
werewolf by night. Um, just know I'm trying to appease you. So here we go. Spoilers, spoilers, double boilers, cauldrons burn, and secrets bubble. Of course, in, in the rites and passages handed down uh-huh. to us by our ancestors, the spoiler word has been invoked, and we will be safe. Yeah. Uh, Always good. You guys are good. All right. Just still hanging around a little bit. Don't want to go home anyway, mate. Well, uh, that's okay. I mean, you can just hang out in the back, but, you know, we got to get the show going. So, like, uh, you know, just chill over in the corner. Listen, uh, laugh when you feel like laughing. You know? Oh, I mean, doubtful, but bye. Oh, okay. I'll see that. I'm well, I mean, you know, he's not, he's not nice. Nail face. You know, he's got a lot of, uh, he's got his own things to work out. Obviously, he's living in the shadow of a pinhead. And, and you know, he's. Well, not... he definitely isn't getting a, 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 a Funko Pop. Oh, don't say that too loud. Okay, it's good that he can't hear your side because I mean, yeah. that would might just throw him into some sort of yeah. rage. I don't know what he does. I think I saw him playing with some licorice earlier. I don't have any licorice in the house, so maybe he instead of chains, he's got licorice that shoots out. Yeah, hopefully it's like good flavored licorice and not. No, that I think it's black stuff. licorice, right? Ah! So yeah, exactly. You know, it's uh, not. He is probably the not... worst cinnamon bite. Yep, he's the he's the worst cinnamon bite for sure. Yeah. Uh, but now that we've invoked the uh, spoiler, which we're all we're we're free and clear. Yep, um, and I got my booze, so let's go. What do you got? What what what, what did you bring to the discussion of uh, Hellraiser two thousand and twenty two? Where is it? Twenty two. There you go. <laughs> I was just trying to find this freaking music. The, 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 oh, that's what it is. Just tread uh, yes. water. All right, tell me what you got. Well, I have here in my hand what I'm calling a face stretcher. Yes, a face stretcher. Brought to you by Mekong Premium Thai Spiced Rum, a little orange bitter, ice, a splash of lime, and seltzer water. Face stretcher to stretch your face because if I drank the Mekong straight, that's what my face would look like. That's what I'm drinking. <laughs> That's fantastic. I also have a cocktail here. Mine, this time, and a little bit of a switcheroo. Mine is pre-made. And this is the Bullet Old Fashioned Cocktail Premixed with Kentucky Bourbon, Simple Syrup, and Orange Bitters. And guess what? I know it's not typically served this way, I don't think, but I put a cherry, a maraschino cherry in there for fun. It looks real fun. I like it. I won't tell anyone. Fair enough. And that is our cocktail report for 2022's Hellraiser. All right. Let's get back into it. So, all right. Here's what I liked. Yeah, what did you like about it? Cenobite designs, freaking ruled. You know, they've had a lot of time to perfect this kind of stuff. But I love how they took away the clothes because it was always funny that, like, Cenobites had clothes. Uh... And they just made them just like, you know, layers of flesh and stuff. Very cool. Very, uh, lots of great designs. And lots of great takes on the classic Cenobite. Uh, and Jamie, speaking of Cenobite, Jamie Clayton's pinhead is really, really good. Totally doing her own thing. And created a, uh, a, a very interesting, more androgynous uh, uh, pinhead that, uh, that I thought was just very cool an angel to some a demon to others very cool what do you think of the this new pinhead 
I, I think she I think uh Jamie Clayton did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. I like this interpretation of Pinhead. I do kind of miss, you know, the character is referred to has always been referred to as the priest, but usually we just the nickname Pinhead stuck, so we just kind of stick with that. But I think in terms of like look uh awesome, I think the other Cenobites look great too because they are different um um no no complaints really with any of them because they are just all you know strange and yeah like the the just the moving of the flesh and adding like those like rods or anything or the the needle points just was fairly unnerving but yeah uh, super cool yeah, but if I mean if I had to go out of all of them, Pinheads was the best design for me. Oh yeah, like she had like a, a flesh gown. Yeah, terrifying. Yeah, and yeah, then I wouldn't want to see that walking down the hallway. We had the classic, the Chatterer. Yeah. Uh, we had the Weeper, the Gasp, which was yeah. the one with your referencing with like the moving vocal cords you could see through the open neck. Uh, the Asphyx, which was That's... the one that had skin stretched over its face and was yeah, constantly yeah, like yeah. struggling to breathe. Yeah, the sound. <laughs> that sound right? design for me was just like that's nasty. <laughs> the mask, which was the the guy who was just a face stretched over like a wire. Great yeah. effect. The light shining through the back of it. I don't know how that works, but uh, I mean, to be fair, I don't know how any of them work, but that one Computers. was like... Computers! No, I mean, okay, yes. I I mean, I, oh, so <laughs> the Cenobites went to ITT Tech or something, learned oh, how yeah, to make you know a face without eyes, just kind of walk around. Uh, also, though, that one, if I remember correctly, had like, looked like almost like scripture or something written down, like bits mm-hmm. of its flesh. Yeah, yeah. very Warhammery. Yeah, pretty, like, I mean, they're all, like, like, yeah, yeah, you you wouldn't want to walk down anywhere, even the most well-lit hallway, and catch one of these. You'd be like, no, I'm good. Yeah, seriously. I'm going to call out to work today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm good. (laughs) Uh, I'll be fine. Uh, So those were all, I thought those were really well done. Those were all great. Uh, I liked the expanding of the lore, kind of. I kind of liked it. Like I like the different I like that they took the the original name of the of the puzzle box, the lament configuration and made that one of six uh different configurations that start with the letter L, which which is a little kind of like, ooh, it's a kind of corny but not terrible. And uh I've written all those down so we can reference them if we want. Uh, the configurations are in order. Lament, which is the box that you're all familiar with out there if you've seen any of the Hellraisies. Uh, we got Lore, which stands for Knowledge. Uh, Laundrant, which stands for Love. Liminal, which is a Sensation. Uh, Lazarus, which is Resurrection. And Leviathan, which is Power. Yeah, I I'm happy to see the expansion of the the box, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of like shapes and configurations. I mean, the 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 original box is super iconic and I really did like uh how like 
jank that box was, especially like with the wood and the, it was like, you know, the wood and like metal, like Mm -hmm. inlay and stuff around it kind of gave it like this really older than old time type thing. This one is, it's really cool. And the effect and how it transforms, like this is probably some of the better CG for sure. Um, when they're like converting the box around and stuff, but I kind of miss that uh that wood grain. I know it sounds weird. Just miss. No, that I think bit. I think you're right about that. I think that original box was very iconic, and there is something a little bit missing from this one. I, you know, and when I'm thinking about it in my head, I'm just thinking about the original box design. Uh, but, and I think like the last thing <laughs> is this a bad sign? The last thing I'll say that I liked about it. Uh, I, I liked a lot of the individual elements sort of separate from the movie as a whole. Like, I liked the transforming ma- mansion. I liked the crazy rich guy uh, who, uh, who, who made a big oopsie. Uh, and I like the visual design um, around when someone gets stabbed when they're solving the, the box, um, uh, how the Cenobites show up. I thought that was, that was cool. Yeah, see, so I like that. I didn't like the rich guy and the transforming house or the what I call the 13 ghost house because it felt like someone just watched that movie and said, let's just make that a part of it where, you know, like you're trying to keep the ghost in versus keep the ghost out. But in this instance, you know, it was meant the meant to contain these beings somehow, and it doesn't really explain why. And I, so I thought that was just kind of like, that's it. That'll yeah, huh? the movie. Yeah, the movie relies a lot on ambiguity, which I think in some ways is good. Yeah, sure. Uh, but I think that the they kind of didn't give you enough like lore nuggets to go on to kind of, kind of draw your own conclusions. So I think that they kind of they were. They were sort of relying on ambiguity as a storytelling crutch a little too much, and I think that's an example of it. Like that's the thing is I like that's what I'm saying by saying that a lot I like a lot of the individual elements, right? Because like the transforming rich mansion and the crazy rich guy, isolated by themselves, like you said, like thirteen ghosts kind of, is I think. And like I guess, haunt of the original Vincent Price, the haunting of Hill House is sort of sim- similar. I like that theme, and the fact that you're like, oh, is it a monster? Is it a haunted house? Like that kind of thing is neat. I just don't know what it was doing in this movie, or it should have been this entire movie. Yeah, well, see, that would have, if that would have been the case, then it would have been closer to the original than what right? we got. If it was a lot more self-contained and I mean, I get the, you know, I mean, I get the level of ambiguity and stuff and yeah, if the elements seem, I don't know, to me, they just seem a little too uh, shallow. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because this movie kind of like, it's almost like a sampler platter at like a, it's like you're getting a, like a sampler platter appetizer at a restaurant like at an Applebee's or something, and they give you a little bit of everything. It's not enough to really satisfy you, each individual element, but you get to taste everything. And this that's kind of what this felt like. They kind of like they were just trying like a bunch of different things out to see what stuck. It really felt like it was a spaghetti, throwing spaghetti at the walls and seeing what stuck type of like fruit basket of 
or sorry, fruit salad of uh of different ideas in there. Yeah. And yeah, I agree. In in almost like in in replacement for trying to add lore. Or, yeah. Or like it was two freaking hours long. Yeah. Like pretty long. it didn't need like it some of the stuff kind of felt like it was they were just kind of treading water or it was padding. Not I mean, every it, scene felt f- crucial. I don't Lord, know. Lord knows. There I mean that there was about an hour before it starts to get going. And the whole time you're just meeting a bunch of people, you're just kind of like I don't like none of you. So that was uh, another thing. I wrote down that exact same thing. I didn't care about a single one of these people. And I think the thing was like, we didn't get to spend enough time with them before things got crazy for us to really develop any feelings about them. Like we have one kind of funny scene at the start where uh, the main character and her boyfriend are having very loud sex in her room and they come out and you know, her roommates there her brother is there, her brother's boyfriend is there, and they're all, you know, giggling amongst themselves. It's the only part of, like, levity in the whole thing, because then it immediately has to get into this, it has to get into the subplot about the, uh, about the main character having uh, drug addiction problems, and it causes this rift between her and her brother, and, like, they're just arguing all the time. They all seem kind of like shitty to each other. You're just kind of like, okay, is there one person I'm supposed to care about here? Exactly. There's no one that made me go, oh, okay, I get that. All right. This, I, I, you know, usually you're like, I wonder who's going to make, make it out of this, you know, cause right. obviously not all of them are, but in this instance, I was like, oh, all right, well. Uh, oh well. we'll see what happens yeah you know yeah. <laughs> whatever happens whatever happens and halfway through i was just like i feel nothing about anything that's happening like it's gross surely the the uh the effects are very good and it's very gory and gross but it's like oh that guy died okay oh geez that's too bad yeah well well probably shouldn't have ran with that person or you know like probably should have got with this other uh, wrong place wrong time how about the guy at the start he's at some sort of crazy sex party Mm -hmm. and he uh he's like they're like hey come to this room in 10 minutes uh someone like to meet you (laughs) and he goes back there and then he he just goes over of course immediately picks up the puzzle box and he's like, hey, do I get anything if I solve this? And then the obviously evil guy who has entered by this point is, is like, oh, no, but I do. Why would you solve it? Why would you solve it at that point? Oh, I solve it and you get something? Cool. I'm going to go back to the crazy sex party. Yeah, I'm like, wait, some some old dude wants me to go in the back? Nah, I'm cool. I'm, nah, I'm, I'm just going to. I'm going to go over to this room where all the, the doings are transpiring. And I saw you got a charcuterie plate. <laughs> this yep. seems like this is the place I want to be. Absolutely. Not- That's a heck of a charcuterie board. I would be out there in a second, but I'd be just grazing on that thing on all fours on the table. <laughs> I mean, look. it's a bacchanal. Anything goes. <laughs> of course. Of course. I've been there in Vegas. Pretty good. Pretty, oh, wow. good, pretty okay. good buffet. Oh, wait, pretty no, you buffet. mean the buffet. <laughs> yeah, what you, you, what you thought. Yeah, no. uh, nothing, nothing. Yeah. Um, what uh, you know? Who uh, you know? 
<laughs> anyway, yeah, it's it just I I I think we're exactly the on the same page. It's just going. I don't really care kind of what happens. This isn't like a world shattering event. You know, like you got to stop pinhead before it's too late. There are no stakes like that. So I'm just like, eh, well, if you get out of it, cool. And if you don't, yeah, you know, <laughs> all right, not, yeah. not my problem. Thanks. I don't want to skip to the end yet, but be like, just thanks for just leaving that damn thing for the, <laughs> the middle of somewhere instead of, I don't know, throwing it in cement and then throwing it into the deepest river you can find, but whatever. Um, right? Well, we know what happens when you throw it in cement. We saw it in Hellraiser 3. Then the whole building gets turned into a lament configuration building. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd make sure I, I'm not in any sort of uh, well, water. I, th I think cement and water. If the building wants to form in there, it's cool. If it turns into an iceberg, then we're helping lament River. Mother Nature. Oh. Lament River. Oh, um, never mind that. Oh, people are drinking the Lament River water? Yep. Oh, Then sequel. there's Hellraisies everywhere. Oh my uh, God, uh, David S. <laughs> Goyer! If you're listening, don't steal our idea. Just hire us. I have such a complex relationship with David S. Goyer as a yeah, creative. Yeah, you're not the only one, right? Because <laughs> he like he is responsible for so many cool things, but man. also responsible for so many dumb things. <laughs> yeah, I my prevailing theory, and this is just my theory, and if anyone wants to disprove it, it's fine is when they're dumb things, they're truly his. When they're cool things, they're somebody else, and he just got the tag along somehow. Well, you know, I That's, saw Blade 3. I, I believe you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and Blade 3 is a guilty pleasure of mine. It's, it, it's definitely the third best Blade movie. <laughs> Remember Blade. when they just composite his head onto a stuntman on that CG bike at the end? Because he's like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. <laughs> I mean, at that point, why even bother? She just gave the dude a helmet and have him drive off on the bike. You know yep. what I mean? Like, show, oh, he's, 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 he's careful. He's, I he's am us. Blade. It's like two, two things just obviously spliced together. Some uh, motherfuckers skate <laughs> Bats Hill. <laughs> just taking all his clips. Blade out. And then he's uh, riding <laughs> they, away. They just poochie him off the screen. Yep. <laughs> he's still standing on like his bikes just stood up and they just kind of zoom, zoom. You hear David S. Goyer. <laughs> roll, roll, roll. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Uh, also, like, I, so I said it above, so I'm going to kind of contradict myself, but I remember I said that I, I liked expanding the lore and I liked the six configurations of the puzzle box, kind of. And while I like the names and I like the different shapes of the puzzle box, I don't like that's that they changed that part of it. Cause I think that the puzzle box being this sort of thing that you're compelled to finish and how that builds tension, you know, like, because you know, as the audience at a certain point, like what is like the last step before it is complete. Like that is a really great way of building sort of like a really taut horror uh, sequence. And in this one, it's like every single configuration, a Cenobite would appear. And so it really just was like, okay, well, can you figure out this puzzle and not get stabbed by the knife? Cause if no one gets stabbed by the knife, I mean, 
they'll appear to you, but what are you going to do? Yeah, sure. Fine, Pinhead. Yeah, no, I'll get someone tomorrow. Go away. Yeah, I'm Try tired. To sleep. I, just, I worked. <laughs> worked full shift. Yeah, Leave me alone, get Pinhead. Here. Yeah. I'll get to it. Yeah, just tomorrow, tomorrow. I got the knife. It's. I put a cork on the top of it. I know where to stab someone with it. If so it's I like want to. Every every configuration has a name, and that relates to some sort of like genie's wish that you make from the Cenobites. But it's weird because like every step has a name, but you don't get to choose it until the end. So like you sacrifice six people or whatever, and then at the end... Uh, you the, then the Cenobites show up. I guess that's how they say they ju- might justify it's a remake, right? Because in the original, uh, that woman is bringing home people from the bar for her but, dead of uh, like uh her dead paramour to eat, and he becomes more human. Has really nothing to do with the lament configuration in that at movie. all, at all. Like the box is just like a way to talk to him, and you could touch the thing twice, and then you know, Ben is like. Yes, I'm here, Cheddar. Show up, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. So no, it's not the it's not the same. They, they it was almost like two separate things. And in really in the original one, it's just uh, God. Was it Chrissy? I'm trying to remember the name of the who found the box. It was just tattletelling, be like, "Ooh, no, my uncle's upstairs. He escaped you all." And they're like, "What? Impossible." Yeah, it's just like, like well, you just hey, kind of. Cool. I'd like to see this. Yeah, I mean, you kind of blew him up, and somehow his body stayed alive underneath the floorboards, but, like, in a, in parts. That's yeah. kind of nasty, but, like, whatever. In in this one, it was just like, yeah, you got to get, like, six kills for it. And I was just really surprised it took that dude that long to get six kills. Right. Also, it, it like... It makes it so much more complex in a way that it doesn't need to be. One of the things that was so scary about the original Hellraiser is that you could fairly innocently just solve a puzzle. You're like, hey, a cool puzzle box. I feel weirdly compelled to finish it. And then you're just fucked. Like, you've solved it, and you are fucked. But, like, in this one, you're just like, yeah, you could solve the first one, but then you have to kill six other people. (laughs) Yeah, which, you know, would be... Which I would, okay, hear me out. Like, which I wouldn't mind if, obviously, killing is wrong, don't do that. But, like, if you had to appease the box in different for the different configurations to occur, not just kill six people, but, like, for the one that you're trying or the audience that you're trying to get to or wherever you're trying to get to, like, okay, well, I want a power, so I got to do these five, like, feats of whatever or depravity to unlock it to get to that point that would have made a little bit more sense to me than like well you can pick one of the six but you gotta set it all to six but at any one point they'll start showing up being like yeah come on you know you want to do this you know you want to do this keep doing it you know that's all they really felt like the 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 Cenobites were doing were just kind of being like, come on, hurry up. Yeah, come on, don't you want this thing? You know, we accidentally killed your brother, kind of, because he just kind of showed up. And then we're like, oh, but he's dead now, right? And you want to see him again, right? So? Resurrection. So, uh, but also you have to go to a library to find that out, because I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> but I want you to do it. 
also I thought because it was confusing because each step had a name and then each name was sort of like linked to something you could ask for. So I thought you just like you killed as many people till the name you wanted. You know what I mean? You want lament? Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's what I thought. You want lore? You got two. If you want Leviathan, you gotta get all three. But like, if you just want lore, just a one, just a oneer. You just need one time. Yeah, hit it up one time. Yeah, no, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, I think that I think that's probably the main difference, and probably one of my main reasons why eh, spoilers. I wasn't feeling this too much. Was that like originally the Cenobites in Hellraiser one and two? Almost, you know, they they just seemed like they were tour guides, right? They weren't really evil. They were just there to take you on a journey if you're willing to pay uh, the price. This one, they felt just like they're more evil, like overtly evil. Yeah, everyone um, except Pinhead kind of felt more like a monster. Pinhead is very much like, well, this is what you wanted, so I guess. And like, this Pinhead is way more fair than the old school Pinhead because. At the end of this movie, the the big catharsis for the main character, as I mentioned before, she has a problem with drugs, and she was falling off the wagon. And sort of this whole movie is kind of like a allegory for her struggle with addiction. Yeah. So at the end, she decides to, instead of taking the easy way out, which would be like popping pills, which is what she was having a, a trouble with, instead she decides to carry the burden and, and deal with it. And that... Pinhead hears that and is like, all right, bye. (laughs) Part of her must just be like, oh, if I just took responsibility for this earlier, then everyone would be fine. Because that's the same choice that she offers to this rich guy. She's like, hey, do you want to take responsibility for all the shitty stuff you did and like really live with it? He's like, no. You know, granted, the first time... (laughs) The first time I asked for stuff, it did not go in my favor. You you stuck a big metal <laughs> thing in my chest that has its nerves, my nerves threaded through it, and it just constantly moves my nerves around. So I'm in, i just like agonizing pain all the time. Yep, yep. And uh, and he's like, but I'm gonna give it a second job. Second time's a charm. Let's hear it for power. And initially, he's like, you know, uh, he gets his wish. All the little machines fall out of his guts, and his guts heal up, and he's doing fine. And then, uh, like, he has one second to, to enjoy that. And a giant chain comes through the roof and carries him off into an obelisk, where he also becomes a Cenobite? I guess that's, like, the final f- shot of the film, is him becoming a Cenobite. Or something else. If you want to, I, I mean, I'm with you. I think it's Cenobite, but like, who knows? A voice of Leviathan, um, or that's just his torment is thinking he's getting that level of power. Because well, he, I, gets, he gets to see a white kaleidoscope, and yeah, then his like flesh is torn off and cool. Yeah, I mean, I guess the big thing is just, I would also hate to see if that was like, um, how do I put it? Like, oh yeah, that's how all the Cenobites get picked. I guess is they just choose power, and then I would really, I'd really hate that to be honest. 
Yeah, who knows? Like, I was expecting to see her brother, uh, her brother Matt, show up as one of the Cenobites, and it was never clear if he was. Like, he he shows up as a ghost, like as a, a literal gray skinned ghost, being like, "Don't you want to hang out? Don't I'm, you want to see me again? I'm a cool dude. I'm Trust a ghost me. now. I came yeah. to help you out, and I got d- dragged into the bathroom. Yeah. Um." But, uh, yeah. But, again, Jamie Clayton, fantastic job. Yep. yep. Uh, very confusing ending, though. Just, like, yeah. the I fact that it. he's fought. The, the fact that the main character, Riley, is just A-OK. And Pinhead lets her go. Because I was, like, I was telling my wife at the time, I'm like, oh, no. Pinhead's always got a trick up their sleeve. They're gonna come. Oh, she's gonna think she's okay, but here comes Pinhead with one last trickaroo. Nope. <laughs> nah, it's well. That's what I mean. You know, though, I like, I liken that to kind of even the first, like the original Hellraiser. He originally was gonna take, you know, the person, but then he, he's like, okay. I'll, yeah, because you know, he, like, he go. got his favorite toy back. Yeah, you know, but that's, I mean, that means you could bargain with him. You know, sure. later on, it was just like, nah, nah, he's just going to tear up a a whole room full of people in a, this club, and he doesn't care anymore. But it's only because he was embarrassed, because someone escaped from the Cenobite realm, when he was like, no, no, that doesn't happen. Shut up. <laughs> you're lying. Shit, <laughs> it happened twice. Happened yeah. in the first one, and then it happened in the second one with right, the bed. Yeah. <laughs> right, so, yeah. Come on, come on. A flesh like, lady comes out of the bed. I remember yeah, that. Yeah, so you had meet man, meet woman. And now in this one, it's just kind of like, no, nah, I don't want your gift. And I I mean, I kind of like Pinhead's, I don't want to say pity, but like the perceived pity from Pinhead being like, oh, you're going to turn down this cool gift? Psh, you're just going to live with your life as a human? That sucks. Later, you know, I'm okay. I mean, I'm okay with that. The, but yeah, the ending itself was not very. I want to say it wasn't very rewarding. It's like it was trying to set up for something. They're like, sequel. Yeah, and I mean, look, it shot very well. Or there are parts of it that are shot very well. There, some of the effects are awesome. There's nothing like, you know, like the Cenobites, they look really good. I mean, there's a lot of elements, so, like, why not make a a second one? But um, for, you know, like, just kind of reading others' opinions after watching it, I was like, did we all watch the same movie? Like, because there's some people, it's back, and it's amazing. And I just kind of go like, yeah, it's back. That we can agree on. I think the probably the best compliment you could give to this movie is that they didn't fuck it up too bad. <laughs> like you didn't screw it. Like there's, a, I think there are some high points. Like the like we said, the design and performance of Pinhead is fantastic, and the Cenobites rule. There's a lot of great you know shots in this. The cinematography is good. It like looks good. It's glossy. Uh, has some pretty insane kills. Uh, but. And it has some really cool effects. Like one of the other things that drove me crazy is that they 
the the way that the Cenobites show up is like the the environment around you sort of folds away like a puzzle box and it reveals this stone corridor that's that apparently is part of a giant maze where the Cenobites live, the Cenobite realm. And uh and I thought I kept thinking they would do something cooler with that. Like when they're driving away in the van and the street keeps turning into this like keeps falling away and turning into this uh Cenobite stuff. I thought they were gonna like use that to like lead them around, but they didn't really. The people in the van didn't really ever see it. But I do like the part of the van in the van where uh, her friend, or sorry, her roommate, is getting is getting taken, and like the van, the front of the van keeps driving, but the back where she is just stretches away into nothing until they like kind of uh, until the her friends vanish. That was a really really well done cool effect. There's plenty of fun stuff like that, but. I think as a whole, it just is, it left me really cold. I just did not like it. And I was, as, I mean, I think I was fairly enthusiastic about it too. So I was ready to like it and I just didn't. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wasn't, I was thinking about it when I went back and rewatched them because I was like, Hellraiser isn't one that's on my normal, like Halloween rotation or any of that. Even as a kid, it never gripped me as just like my good old dependable slashers. Uh, maybe there were just themes that I could not comprehend as a kid. But, you know, I give Pinhead his respect because I think he, he, he deserves it or the character deserves it, uh, whatever iteration you get. But this one, I was still going to go like, mm, I don't know what it's going to be. I didn't watch any trailers or anything. And when I walked into it, I was just like, well, this ain't a remake. And I felt, I feel pretty unfulfilled. So maybe I need to go get that lament configuration box, <laughs> <laughs> you know? Probably. Yeah. Well, I mean, knowing the Cenobites, then you did just have to watch this movie over and over again. Oh, sure. Well, if I had to watch this six times, forget it. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's not fair. Like, I mean, maybe I'll fast forward through it. It, I'll put it like this: When you're talking kills, I couldn't name you one. If you were to ask me what my favorite kill is, I honestly could not remember one. Um, so, if you're gonna ask, it's whatever one you like. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wasn't. I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. But not that I don't care about your opinion. But I did, like this one. I agree. I, I think that the kills were pretty cool, but they weren't super memorable. I think for me, though, if I had to pick one, I would say the Nora's kill um, because she gets sort of chained up in the Cenobite realm by Pinhead and, and like, kind of contorted around. Uh, and then uh, Pinhead pulls a pin out of her forehead and then sticks it through her throat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... And then they have an internal shot of the esophagus while she's screaming as the pin goes through. That was pretty incredible. That's true. And then it was like, oh, we have much sights to show you. Yeah, she drops the famous line. So the whole thing yeah, was uh, good, I think. And then immediately killed her, and that was it. And I was just like, yeah. oh, okay. So that that was quick. Well, she got her skin ripped off. Yeah, but that's what I'm gross. saying. That was quick, though. Yeah. And I was like, that's super quick. Like, if someone tells me we have much sights to show you i'm expecting this to be like oh we're gonna we're gonna hang out for a while no 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 this is like uh two more seconds i was That's again all. i was expecting her to show up as a cenobite later and was was not rewarded in that so 
there you have it for that one. Yeah, a big, a big solid meh from the Pop Saga crew. What yep. was the uh, what was what were the what was the rating system that we discussed in the the Discord? It was like uh, this was is better than. Uh, uh, if it, it's hold on, hold on, I, I can I can get it. It's good. So, uh, for those who aren't in the Discord, hop on the Discord. You could help us come up with things like rating systems. Yeah, you you too could be talked about all the podcasts with your cool idea for rating system. But this one comes from Superfan Chad, of course. Who else would uh w- would come up with such a thing? But do you have it? You have uh, it ready? Uh, no, man. We actually talk a fair amount. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, we talk on there. Oh no! So there was either the Fresca system or the example that was given. The Grey Ghost was better than Poison by BBD, but not as good as my CPAP machine. Ah, okay. So, so yeah, better than, but not as good as. Yeah, pick two uh, unrelated things that surround what you are rating. Like, Prey is better than cell phone towers, but not as good as strawberry pie. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's an opinion. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hellraiser is uh, better than a root canal. <laughs> okay. Uh, but not as good as day old French fries. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, the new Hellraiser is better than paper cuts. Mm-hmm. But not as good as missing the bus to work. <laughs> oh, that's the best. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, there you go. You Now you can tell our uh, opinion on it. But let's not dwell on this weird kind of ho-hum uh, hell, uh, uh, Hellraiser obvious reboot, not remake. Um, let's talk a little bit about friggin' Werewolf by Night, Marvel's special event, special presentation. Special special presentation, and that gave me good old CBS goosebumps, like the the music playing and stuff. I was like, oh, shit, we're in for something. We're in for a treat. I was shocked by how much I liked this, uh, this, this thing. Number one, Directed by Michael Giacino? Huh? I know. Like the prolific Hollywood composer? (laughs) Yeah. The Michael Giacino? The the guy who came up with the super evocative and emotional music for the show, the hit show Lost? The guy who is responsible for the Star Trek remake, that amazing score? He's directing a movie? Uh, how courageous <laughs> can I sound? Uh, but You're seriously, I was I didn't really remember that he was doing this, and you know I don't know if this is always true, but I really felt like wow, this person's familiarity with how music flows together and like the way that to to put together a like a beautiful arrangement. Do you think that like? contributed to how good this movie was like paced and shot and all the stuff how just good it turned out yeah they get help it must have because it was this was just paced so beautifully and it was only an hour long i can't tell you how much i appreciated that 
Yeah, it was well after the two-hour slog of Hellraiser. This uh, is my you, problem. I watched Werewolf by Night first. That was the... Oh, <laughs> really, you... Because uh, I was like, oh, damn. Can't wait to watch these Hellraisers. It's going to be just as good. No. Yeah, yeah you messed up. It I mean, was. honestly, I don't think you would have messed up. I think you would have walked away one way or the other with the same feelings. Yeah. Or at least if I had done it the other way around, I could have cleansed my palate with Werewolf by Night. Well, I did, and I was better for it. Um, yeah, yeah, you did it the right way. Yeah, yeah, that's that's much better. I almost watched it again after <laughs> like to really cleanse my palate. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, no, this one was just like trying to, you know, had the, the that birthday party on Saturday, and then I was just like, well, I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. I'll watch it on a Sunday. It'll be okay. And yeah, I was I was very pleasantly surprised because outside of the original um uh teaser trailer for it, I didn't watch or read anything, you know, like I normally do. So I had no idea outside of the fact that, you know, uh Jack Russell should be in it, Mr. Werewolf by Night himself, and then uh Man Thing, I think that was brought up. Mm-hmm. Um I didn't know anything else about it. So I was I was very pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I I felt like I tried to read up on it, and they didn't really give a lot away. All I knew that it was going to have, uh, yeah, it was going to have uh, Werewolf by Night, the titular character, of course, is going to be in it, and that it was going to have Man Thing because I watched the trailer and I saw a glimpse of Man Thing. Yeah, I I did not know it was going to have Elsa Bloodstone. The minute I heard that name, I was like, yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite characters one of my favorite more modern characters too but yeah uh, yeah no i was like oh, okay now we're in for some shit I'm, I'm ready for it let it happen and it was yeah it was a fun it was a fun time overall truly like it was it was really style it was really stylized and really stylistic it was very satisfying in that regard it really captured the hammer horror sort of uh, Saturday night movie, uh, pulpy, black and white, uh, you know, classic almost. It's crazy because Marvel did a universal horror movie, it felt like, far better than Universal has done in recent times with their own classic universal monster properties. I mean, it's it's funny you bring that up because you're like, outside of them trying to relaunch The Mummy... For their dark universe. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like they have all these wonderful universal monsters who are, you know, I mean, even us growing up, probably pretty hokey. But sure. I mean, you have like these titans of monsterdom and you don't do nothing with them. It's like you got the Frankensteins, you got the, you know, the, the werewolves, you got the mummies, you got the... Mm-hmm. Um, you got all of them and here you are not doing anything with them. And then Marvel's like, well, we'll do one of these movies. We'll call it werewolf by night, even though it's not really like any of them comics, but that's okay though. That's fine. You know, let's just, Mm -hmm. let's just kind of throw it in this universe and give us more of a supernatural bent. And yeah, I was, I was, uh, like I said, I was pleasantly surprised because I didn't really know what to expect outside of the, You know, I thought just clever use of black and white to hide over the gore. You know, like, 
Which that I was definitely was my first thought as well. Was that 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 was just merely a uh, a way to have a gory time, uh, sans you know getting taken off the or you know getting a rating that would they wouldn't want or being sort of still acceptable for general audiences. And I think that it it also achieves the, that by you know its presentation. It's like it's also something that is it happens, but. Uh, I think as a stylistic choice, it was just so effective. I yeah. think that it this would not have worked as well in in uh, in color, and it was shot beautifully in black and white. It looked fantastic. Well, so it uh, obviously was shot in color, and they applied a filter afterwards. Sure. Well, they have to do the, to do the uh, cool effect at the end. Yeah, but I mean, it was. I mean, I like the. I mean, I I like the transition. I would also watch this one in color just to kind of see how crazy everyone looked but um i don't think you want <laughs> no i just i just need to see how crazy everyone like looked all their uh, outfits i i, I just want to see what it looks like in color i'm not saying i'd watch a whole one in color if someone just had photos of what they look like in color i would look at that <laughs> yeah that's what i'm just saying <laughs> i didn't i think I think they when they showed it in color at the end, I'm like, oh man, it was great. It was in black and white. No, I'm talking the I'm I am talking specifically the characters. The, the hunters, the, you mean? Yeah, the hunters. The backgrounds yeah. and stuff. No, the backgrounds were decadently campy, and for that, I'm like, good. Don't show me that in color. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to see the different hunters, just because. Yeah, I want to see the, the, the blade analog, see what he <laughs> looked like. <laughs> well, I mean, a you know. poor blade analog, I would say. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, they all kind of were. But, uh, yeah, no, uh, surprising that a, a you know, composer um, is able to, like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, knock it out of the park. With, with truly his first kind of like you know his first real like thing it's so weird to just think somebody's just like yeah i did i've done you know the music for the batman spider-man no way home you know uh far from home i, I know you don't care for it but he did the music for rogue one as well uh coco <laughs> he's just like, oh. yeah. No, I mean, I mean, he's he's super prolific in the industry. Yeah, let me sprinkle some. Uh, let me sprinkle some direction, some universal monster horror love on this, and yeah, that overall was very successful. Um, yeah, it's just totally so different from the other things that Marvel is is putting out. In a way, I think between this, uh, Moon Knight, and She Hulk, they're taking these wild swings that I think are definitely it makes it easier to to take marvel as a as a brand a sort of an all-encompassing brand and an umbrella that includes all these different types of shows i think how good these things are really makes it that easier to to swallow because it's almost like marvel is like a channel now that it just has like a bunch of different shows on it i don't even care if they're connected anymore even though they obviously are and i will i hope to god that we're going to see ted and uh and and jack back uh oh, in think, future properties of some sort 
I think we're getting more Midnight Suns. I think we're going to get Midnight Suns. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I mean, look, I said like the the phase four and phase five, all it seems it's about is just filling the Marvel universe with characters. And this is no different, but it's finally kind of nice to delve into the more supernatural aspects of it. Sans Doctor Strange. Right. You know I mean? So like, far. I mean, he's over in Latveria. This is these are these are uh America's uh supernatural problems. Well, that's what I'm saying though, but that's what I mean. Like I I just like you know, like I love the blades and I love, you know, like uh, Elsa Bloodstone, first time I learned of the character was through Next Wave. Agents of mm-hmm. Hate, right? Like it was a real funny you don't even know if it's in the continuity, but they bring the character back out. I really dug the character because she's just like this monster hunter. I was like, this is so cool. Awesome. And now have like having a werewolf and man thing. And damn, a very good looking man thing. Absolutely. You know, no, like really, like I have no notes. And they found a great way to make the face very emotive. And Mm -hmm. like... It's awesome that they're just kind of filling these pools with the characters. And then, like what you were saying with She Hulk, where they just throw out so, like, Porcupine Man. <laughs> yeah. Man Bull. Man Bull. You know, I'm just like, what the, what the, what the, what the, what? And it's just nice that it's just kind of populating that and having, like, one of the crazier characters, like, in just not even, uh, uh bloodstone but like ulysses bloodstone like i remember that character from reading like um marvel's universes like guides which would tell mm-hmm. you about all the characters and he was in there and i was like who is this dude with the gym in his chest and why does he look like a big game hunter and just like even just bringing that mythos in here it's just it's like it was it was like I said, just a pleasant surprise, something that I didn't know I needed, but I definitely appreciated, you know, being able to kind of walk through and uh, see all of it. Yeah, and, you know, newsflash, uh, Hellraiser, this is how you develop a character. Because this was only an hour long, and I cared about Ted and Jack and uh, Elsa way more than I did anyone in the two-hour-long uh, Hellraiser uh, show by, you know, just even 30 minutes into this thing. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I'm it's such you. a great... What a great... Uh, I love the introduction of Jack. I love that they kept his design so close to the comics, so comics accurate in all the ways that, that you know... For better or for worse, I think for better, but it certainly is like it has a little bit of that hokiness, a little bit of that corniness, but then he's like slicing people's arms off and gouts and fountains of blood are <laughs> spraying everywhere as they flip around. And I'm like, okay, you know what? You know, he might have like this kind of, you know, uh, he might look like the original Wolfman from the, the <laughs> aforementioned uh, Universal Monsters, but. He will kill you. <laughs> He'll kill you real brutally. Oh, I mean, when he's like perched on top of that that mounted like gargoyle bust or whatever. That yeah. Thing all the see, different monster heads. Yeah. Yeah, you know, all the different monster heads. And he's just on top of that one. And you just see those glowing eyes. 
As they're so like, good. where is he? I'm like, oh, I don't know, but I think you're dead, man. I'm sorry. I think you're all dead. And they were. Um, yeah, I mean, even the transformation scene was great where you just were seeing it, like seeing them transform through like strobe light. Yeah, so, and it looked like an old like stop motion or animation, like animated effect. So incredible. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. Even the little cue markers for the reels in the corner. Yeah, the cigarette birds. Yeah, the little tss. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, thanks for just putting that in there because it wasn't like it just denoted the next act. And I thought that was so kind of like perfect to see. So it wasn't like you were just getting inundated with a bunch of like, you know, imperfections in the film. It was, it was, it just was such a nice touch um that added to it and, I, and honestly i think probably like the best way to intro these characters yeah and man do they have amazing chemistry you know uh you have to like you have to uh give plaudits and kudos to gail garcia bernal who just acts alongside uh, man thing or Ted is they never refer to him as man thing in this short but they call him Ted just like his relationship with Ted is completely believable and and sweet and you're like oh these guys are friends and I totally believe it yeah it seems like they've been in this predicament before and that was really nice touch where one of, yeah. one of them is breaking somebody out of here or whatever uh, just always, two monsters just two monsters who are also have found each other in the world in the world and have this this friendship and i've obviously yeah like he's man thing has obviously had to drag werewolf by knife off into the woods many times and and have because it seems like the, their little camp is pretty well worn <laughs> the french press you're like oh yeah he's been through this before yeah just so fantastic and, and laura donnelly as elsa bloodstone was was instantly charming and and great in that in that character i really like her uh from the, the show the nevers uh she's yeah, fantastic at that show and she is great in this movie and uh like you said it's just cool to see like ulysses and elsa bloodstone and the whole ulysses bloodstone thing where he animated his corpse to to sort of po posthumously uh, set off this hunt to to see who was worthy of the next you know carrier of the bloodstone uh, was such a fantastically just a, it was it was macabre and it was corny and it was fantastic and I just loved it. Yeah, definitely, and it, and every, and the action was great and brutal. The, yeah really well filmed like the yeah. action sequences were shot incredibly i could tell what was going on at like all times and the gouts of blood the gout he did so many there were several times where someone would kill someone or chop off their arm and they would flip and the blood would just <laughs> just just a gout of it would go you know just to spray out in a stream that would follow the line of action so cool I mean, I love there's one that even hits the camera. Like, it's like, and you're like, oh, God, he's just caking it all over. Or yeah. when she puts the arrow through that one dude's chin, and it's actually oh coming out of his mouth, and I'm like, oh, what was this? was intense. That was so intense. I was like, damn. It's like, woo. 
this and oh even when she does that thing with the sword her dad's sword and runs it across the dude's neck as he like flips him over on top of the sword just oh it was great like it was just great action and so nicely self-contained that like i'm not necessarily like i'll be pleasantly surprised if they show up elsewhere but i don't know where they'll show up I have some guesses but happy i'll be super happy when they show up well we know the next time that we're going to see at the very least uh werewolf by night will be on that avengers ride in Disneyland. oh that's true there you go <laughs> so we know he's coming back for at least that uh and they and they had better put these characters in the next team up film or i am going to riot so john using our very our new rating system how would you rate this all right well, let's see Werewolf by Night is better than getting reservations at a restaurant you really like, but not as good as getting a coupon to that restaurant that you really like. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Uh, okay, let's see. Werewolf by Night is uh, is better than... Um... Let's see, it's better than a cold beer on a hot day, but it's not as good as winning a million dollars. I mean, I think you could probably use that for a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, right? Well, I'm just giving it a lot of runway because I really liked it. Uh, let's see, it's not as good as... Uh validation from a peer that you respect <laughs> <laughs> well keep looking for it yeah i'll keep looking for it yeah. anyway it's very good uh <laughs> but uh anything else you wanted to say about werewolf by night i think we're gonna wrap things up if not well if you listen to this and didn't watch it for some reason go watch it anyway it's not like we spoiled a bunch and it's super awesome yeah, it's uh, worth it. And yeah, totally like I don't think it. anything we said here would would make it any less enjoyable to watch. No, I think uh, we're we're actually probably containing a lot of it cuz we don't want to give away all the nice Yeah, it's too gems good. Of, yeah. I don't want to step through it moment by moment cuz I'd rather just watch it again. <laughs> exactly. Go watch it. It's good. It's good. It's a fun time. And you that is the uh, the pop saga word that you can trust. So uh, I hope you enjoyed today's show. We sure had a fun and enjoyed making it for you. But without further ado, take it away, Nailface. <laughs> a big thank you to Burton M6 for all the incredible music on our show. You can find a link to his Fiverr page in our show notes. You can also find links to our social media, Discord, and merch store in our show notes as well. Just click that Pico link. From us here at Pop Saga to all of you out there, we want to say thank you for joining us. Your support means the world. We hope that you're feeling happy and healthy, and we'll be back next Thursday with a brand new episode. Now here's John with one last bit of sage advice before we say goodbye. Thanks, Nail Face. Remember, folks... Only you can prevent lament configurations. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Just <laughs> say no. <laughs> yep. That's all you gotta do. Hey, pop scares ya. You just never know what you might see right here. Every single day is Halloween. Freddy or Jason might pop out. Hit you with a chee chee chee. And if you fall asleep, then he got you. The madness. Welcome to Pop Saga. This is uh, Pop Scares you. Pop, 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 pop scares you. The horror and the terror. Beware, I'm trying to tell you. This is Pop Scares you. Let's go.